I've been doing a ton of sales calls lately. I rewrote my script and I am walking through each element of the script with you. This is what I actually say on my actual calls and the script that I actually use. And it works pretty damn well. I always end up every call super excited. We've been hitting all of our sales goals recently. So I thought I'd share it with you and give you a behind the scenes of a script that you could use in your business. We've gone through the clarifying, we've gone through the labeling, we've gone through the past pain, we've decided we wanna make them an offer and we've actually made them the offer. And then you make them the offer and they're like, oh, I don't know, I need to think about it. Oh, it's too expensive. I need, you know, I need to go talk to my husband. They give you all kinds of objections. So I wanna talk a little bit about how we handle objections. This is a funny thing with objections. Like you could probably spend a good two thirds of your call on objections. And if you read a lot of sales books, you read about like Jordan Belfort or Grant Cardone or whatever, like handling objections is a huge part of your sales conversations. To be perfectly honest, I don't love spending a ton of time on objections, right? I want to make sure that it's a really good fit. I want to go in super fired up to get them like going. And I use some of these. I have a huge script about it. I use some of these, but I don't use all of them all of the time. I'm going to go through these. This is again, borrowed. Some of the stuff is borrowed from the framework that Alex Hermosi talks about in Gym Launch right? So you can check that out. But just like with every script, you want to adapt it to work for you. And this is how I've adapted it to work for me. At this part, explain, get past any concerns they have. The big inner enemy here is inaction. This is a mindset shift that I have made. Most people, when they walk away without buying, they do nothing. They don't go to another gym. They don't go work out on their own. They do nothing. Most people do nothing. In fact, in general, in life, most people do nothing nothing so your goal is to overcome inaction you want to get them to make a decision so you want them to get to a yes or a no so you're coaching them on making a decision because people are afraid of making mistakes so they they default to not doing anything rather than saying yes or no he says there's only three objections there's price which is it's too expensive i don't have the budget whatever there's the stall i need to think about it and then there's the decision maker i have a whole document here where we can talk about this. So what my goal here is, is to get people to decide, not necessarily to buy. Obviously, I would love for them to buy if I wanna work with them, but I want them to make a decision. I want them to feel like they have some power, that they've made a positive decision for themselves in their life. You know, you get to the closing question, the full price of the program, that includes everything we talked about. Is there any reason you wouldn't wanna move forward today? Here's one way you could ask that question. Would you like to do it? Or you could just say something like, fair enough. One of the ones I've been using lately is, would you like one of the last spots, right? So just a simple straight up, yes or no, would you like to do this thing? General framework for handling objections is, number one, you wanna agree with them. So, hey, I get it, I totally understand. Number two is this curious bridge, which is just curious, or just so I'm aware, or wow, I'm a little surprised. Like, use some curiosity, pull it out so you can isolate the real problem. So is the problem with this thing or with this thing? You know, if there's something they need to think about, like what is the thing that you would need to think about? So agree with them, just say, I agree, I get it, I totally understand. Curious bridge, isolate the real problem, and then your goal is to break the belief. And this is where you can handle all the objections. So belief falls into one of three categories. Your goal is to break each one down till you get to the next one. You will break down the circumstances first, then the others, then the self. At that point, you're getting them to make a decision to buy or not buy. 
What you want is for them to make a decision based on what they want to do or not, not some other circumstance, right? So circumstances are surface level, time, value, it fit. So it's not a good time right now, it's too expensive, I can't afford it, or I'm not sure if it's for me. Others, someone else is responsible for my health and happiness, so um, I have to talk to my partner or spouse. Like this is one thing that people say all the time, I have to talk to my partner or spouse. And then the self, right? This is you, the core belief, uh, which is I need to think about it. Once you break that belief, then you ask them again, to buy. So this is one, two, three, four, five steps, right? Agree with them, be curious, isolate the real problem, break the belief, and then ask them again. What I usually aim for is I wanna ask people three times to buy, you know, go overcome basically three objections. If I can do that, amazing. Circumstances, this is out of my control. I can't help it. So your goal is to give, is to get them to recognize that they have power over their circumstances. So here's just a few examples. I'm not gonna go through every single one, but if they say something like it's a busy time right now, you can say something like the good news, is, this is good news because the busier you are, the better time it is for you to start. Life is always gonna have busy seasons. If you can't figure out how to deal with the busy seasons, then it's not gonna last. You want this to last? Great, what better time to do it, right? And so this is, this is the general example. I rewrote this in my own words and then I had some of my coaches and salespeople write their own versions of this. And then here's the micro, hour by hour, so I don't have time in my day. I used to say the same thing, then my wife asked me to pull out my phone and check how much time I'm spending on social, etc. Or I say, whenever I find myself saying this, I always look at my phone under the screen time app to see how much time I spend on things that are not my primary goal. And I'm not always proud of what I see. So I, give my, I make myself the sort of subject on this. All right, and there's a couple other examples here. Sometimes people will say, when I have time, then I'll start. And I used to say the same thing and it kept me stuck. You know, when I first started, I came very close to bailing out with a similar excuse. I saw someone at the gym doing a pull-up and said, when I am not so fat, I will come back and be able to come back here and get in great shape. Luckily I didn't and I found out later that this is called the win-then fallacy and I kind of explain it. So a couple more examples here. So really common one is I can't afford it or it's too expensive. And one of the best ways to respond to any objection is whatever the objection is, is the exact reason that they should continue. Like, oh great, this is exactly why it will work for you because if, it, if it's expensive, then it means more to you. And I've actually found this to be true. If they have to reach for it, then they will actually follow through. And I just tell people that. And so I kind of explain that. So why it is not a lot, if all this did was get you into that dress, is it worth it? If all this did was make you feel 10 years younger, would it be worth it? There's some other examples here of how I might break down the hours per week and how much their time is actually worth. So these are very like kind of uh, logical closes to, or logical um, objections to overcome. A couple more examples here. What's money good for? Just curious, how long have you been thinking about doing something like this? Here's the deal, if you spent X amount of time so far and you were, if you were to walk away without working with us, you're either not going to solve the problem or spend ages looking for something of similar quality for cheaper. Or you're gonna try to figure out a way to do it yourself. Either way, you're gonna buy the program. And so I'll kind of explain that. The goal here is to break down what their objection is and how it actually is in their control. And one of the things that I really like to do here is I like to explain to them that they have spent money on things like this in the past, right? So if they've gone to college, they've spent more money going to college to get a liberal arts degree that probably has nothing to do with what they do for work, then they're gonna spend transforming their life 
by losing weight and getting stronger with us. And so when you start to kind of break it down like that, it makes it a little bit harder for people to sort of resist and think about things the way they used to think about them. In their mind, they're thinking it should cost this. And the truth is it costs this, but the, they would need to connect the results to the new price that they're framed in their mind. And that's what you're gonna do to help overcome this. What's money good for? And then fit, not sure if it's for me. There's a couple of examples here that you can go through as well. This is interesting. So when people are struggling, like, oh, I'm not sure if it's for me, I actually give my own example. Maybe you aren't in enough pain to actually solve this problem. I remember distinctly weighing myself before I started all this and I was 250 pounds, 70 pounds more than my high school weight. I thought, oh, that's not too bad. And then ignored it for three more years until I stepped on the scale again and I was 315 pounds and that really hurt. And that started the journey that led to all of this stuff. And so maybe you're just not at rock bottom yet. Go put on 50 more pounds and then come back when you're at rock bottom and let's actually do this. That can scare people because they realize like, whoa, they're actually on that path. If this was perfect, would you do it? There's a hypothetical here. So a bunch of different examples. Once you kind of get through the circumstances, then you focus on the authority. So like other people, are stopping you from getting to where you need to be. And in this case, it's usually like, I need to talk to my wife. The, so the, the best thing, and this is the one I use most often, as I just ask like, what would you do if they said no? And for half the people, they'll say, well, I would just do it anyway. And then you can say, okay, great. Let's get you started on Monday. <laughs> let's just do this. And if they say no, then I wouldn't do it. And it's like, okay, great. Like, let's, let's break this down. And you want to, you kind of have to get real personal here. This is where it gets uncomfortable. It's like, look, if you are with a husband or wife or girlfriend or boyfriend who is telling you that they would rather have you be fat and lazy and feeling like crap rather than spending a few grand, then maybe you need to reevaluate your situation. Because I will tell you that in my relationship, if I wanted to do something that improved myself and we had the money to do it, but maybe it was a stretch. If I made a case for it, it's going to happen. And so instead of letting the other person determine what you are going to do for your life, make the decisions for yourself, become a better person, and then you will have a better relationship. I found this to be actually true in my real life. This is a great one as well. Are you asking them for permission or support? If you gave that power to them and two years from now, you're in the same shape you are now, who are you going to blame? And the truth is you're gonna blame them. That's the thing, like if you do that, then you will end up with a resentful marriage, a resentful relationship. And I'm not saying you shouldn't explain the situation to them, but the way you explain it is, if I don't do this for me, I'm gonna end up resenting you. And then instead of complaining to you about how I don't like my body or I'm so out of shape, I'm now joining a group of people of coaching and support with people just like me. So instead of complaining to you, I'm committing to you that I will go all in and follow through on this program and I will it will make me more confident, more energetic, and a better partner. So I'm not asking for permission, I'm asking for support. The goal is to show people that it is about them. They are in control, and if the objection is real, then they are giving other people control. And is that what they want? This is where I add the guarantee. If you sign up and your husband says, hey, I don't wanna see you in shape, I want you to live a shorter life, set a bad example for your kids, fill out those sweatpants and sit on the couch, couch with your fingers covered in Cheeto dust, then I'll give you your money back. And I just tell people that. This is one of the things, this is the most common ones are it's too expensive or I need to talk to my wife. And the truth is, or I need to talk to my spouse. And the truth is about that second one, it's actually not true in most cases. 
most of the time people don't need to talk to their spouse. They're using that as an excuse not to take action and then they end up doing nothing. Avoidance, I have to think about it. So this is actually really good. If someone has to think about it, then great. They're the one making the decision. And then you can just walk them through it and have them think about it with you. Here's a couple of examples of how to, to do that. I'm just gonna let you read through these. I will put a link below on these videos where you can download all of these scripts if you want them. So these are all of the examples. And then there's a couple other resources at the bottom of this and some notes that you can that you can read as well. So this is how I overcome objections. And like I said, I don't use all of these things. And really, it depends on how motivated I am to work with that person as to whether I'm going to handle these objections. In the end, like, it's a funny thing. I toe the line between how quote unquote pushy I want to seem and how dedicated I am to getting to their goals. If I at any point feel pushy, then I know I've gone a little bit off the rails. If I am 100% dedicated to their goals, then all of the things that I said in this video make a huge amount of sense to somebody that I am dedicated. Like if I was talking to my sister and I'm trying to get her to make some sort of decision that's gonna help improve her life and I just overcome objection after objection, that's not pushy, that's me helping her towards her goals. And if she actually does it and follows through, then at the end of all of that, she's gonna thank me for getting her off of the fence and actually make a decision that helps move her life forward. And so that's how you wanna think about this, is if you're pushing people just because you wanna make a sale, then you're going about this wrong. If you are committed to their goals, then it is worth it to overcome some of their resistance because that's the thing that has held them back up to this point. And if you're excited to work with them, then you're willing to hang in there and overcome that resistance. So that's why this stuff is so important so that you have all these tools. If you are getting in there and people are just like, oh, woe is me, woe is me, you know, oh, I can't do it, I can't do it. There's so many reasons why this isn't gonna work for me. At a certain point, if they wear you down enough, then you can just go, you know what? I actually don't wanna work with you. I don't think this is a good fit. You just have too many excuses. Here's my recommendation for you to move forward. But ideally, what I would get to here is I would handle enough objections that I would get them to the point where they either say yes or no. And it is okay for them to say no. I want 100% of my calls to result in a decision. I'll think about it is not a decision. I'll talk to my husband is not a decision. I will check my finances. That's not a decision. That's all stalling and they will end up doing nothing. You will never hear from them again. You will. They will never follow up with you again. You want to get them to a point where they say yes or they say no. That is the goal of handling objections and closing. Hope you enjoyed this video. This is a little bit longer one. If you did, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. If you're listening to this on the podcast, subscribe, go check out the scripts on the YouTube channel, and I will see you in the next and final video about our sales scripts.